Hello, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And this is 5-Minute Marriage. from Romans chapter 15 verses 1 to 7. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. For whatever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another, according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore receive ye one another, as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Ah, you know what I think is really important What's that? in accepting each other's differences? Mm-hmm. It is that gentleness, the gentleness of Christ. Mm-hmm. If we have that, because I think gentleness is one of the most important things that you can have in a marriage when yep. we are gentle with each other's hearts. And when it's talking about here that we are to be, um, let's see, that we are not to please ourselves, but everyone is to please his neighbor for his good and edification. That's talking about building each other up. And we don't do, we cannot build each other up if we're tearing each other down. And so I think that um, the, the prayer is so important because here it says, neither of us are perfect, which is why we need your strength in our lives. Our personalities are different, and sometimes those differences bring hurt and confusion. So we ask that you teach us to love as you love with patience and grace. I think what we need to do is approach one another with understanding. Yeah. And and that's what that's really what I think we need to, to have. Like Christ had a heart of compassion. And I think one of the things I, I remember reading this one time where um, I noticed that when Christ was riding in to Jerusalem on the colt, right? Yeah. And um, and they came over the hill and they could see Jerusalem. He 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 wept. And the Bible doesn't like the way that it's written doesn't really convey exactly what happened there, because it wasn't a weeping that was just like oh like a little bit of you know like a tear or something because he knew what was going to happen. He was loudly wailing at the sight of Jerusalem. And he said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, that you would have come to me and I could have gathered you like a hand gathers its chicks. So it's that nurturing side of Christ and that super compassionate side of Christ that came out. And everybody saw that because he knew that within 30 some odd years, Jerusalem was going to be surrounded by Roman soldiers. They were going to allow people into the city for the for the festival and then lock them in and starve them. And it was horrendous. And, and they, they broke everything down in Jerusalem right down to nothing. The only thing that was left was the foundation of the 
um, you know, of the Roman fort. And it's like Jesus said, not one stone will be left upon another, you know, of that, that you're seeing here when he said this to his disciples. And he knew all of these things. He knew this was coming. He knew this was going to happen. And he wept openly in front of everybody at the sight of Jerusalem because he knew that this was imminent. And that just shows his compassion, how much he cares for his people. Wow. Well, that was our... Whoops. I had never really heard that explained that way before. My turn. I don't even know how to add to that. That's just so beautifully said. I didn't want to totally... Yeah, take over everything. And anything I say now is going to pale in comparison to that. No, it's not. Come on. No, so like I say, <laughs> um, help us accept our differences. Yeah, that was a little bit of an off-topic rant, wasn't it? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit above my pay grade, which <laughs> is nothing. <laughs> that makes two of us. <laughs> so, but it, help us to accept our differences. And, and this kind of adds to what, we talked about yesterday on the mm-hmm. podcast, right? Um, the, about praying for one another and, and things. Well, this this kind of adds, you know, show compassion and understanding um, to one another. And, and that is the greatest way to accept our differences uh, and look beyond differences that we have and be understanding and compassionate and accepting. It's mm-hmm. so necessary to make a marriage work. You know, anyone that has gone through a New Year's resolution... For example, a lot of people listening now have just done that like uh, about, it's almost a week ago now. Yeah. A few days ago. Okay. So um, anyone who's gone through that knows how difficult it is to change ourselves. When we say, you know what, this year I want to do this. And we set this goal and say, this year I want to eat more healthier. This year I want to exercise every day. So we put these expectations on ourselves that we can hardly ever fulfill like most people I know fail at their resolutions but yet when it comes to our spouse we put these expectations on them that we expect them to fulfill like Mm -hmm. I would like him to be more tidy or I would like him to be you know more thoughtful maybe bring out the garbage without me having to ask him every time but if we can't even change ourselves how do we expect to change another person and we can't which is why we need to learn to be accepting and to build each other up. As that verse again says that each one, let one of us please his neighbor for the good of edification, Right, build each other up. And like I've said before on the podcast, when, um, when you used to come home from work and if the house was messy, you didn't say anything. If the house was clean, you said, thank you so much for cleaning up today. And you would notice the the extra mile that I went. So if there's any advice that I would ever give, I can't really give advice to husbands because I'm a, I'm a wife and I don't really speak to husbands, but tell your husband this. (laughs) (laughs) That's supposed to work. (laughs) That's supposed to work. Yeah. Tell your husband, (laughs) you know, that it's really the encouragement that motivate yeah, us, motivates us to want to do better. Right. I think, and also the way that we treat our husbands, it's that it's the motivation and encouragement mm-hmm. that spurs us on to, to be a better person. Maybe not to change, but we should always be wanting to better ourselves in the future. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.